Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for July 20th, 2021. I'm teaching a series, brand new series, entitled Destiny's Child. You are not a mistake. You are a child of destiny. You are not a mistake. God made plans for you from the foundations of the world. You've heard me say this like a gazillion times if you've been following me. And my prayer for you as I go through this series is that your feet will be bound to the path that God established for you uh, before the world began so that you would become the man, the woman that God called you to be so that you would leave a mark in this world, the mark that God destined for you to leave from the foundations of the world. And this will be a mark that will not easily be erased. It will be a blessing for your children and your children's children. You will leave a legacy of righteousness. You will, you will leave impact you will affect the people that you come in contact with. You will affect with effects and influence the people of this world and the systems of this world because you know who you are. You, you look in the mirror and you say, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. You know who you are. You know what God has called you to, to be and to do. And so you're not, you're not jealous of other people. You're not devaluing who God called you to be. You're comfortable in your own skin. I, I really appreciate, I love being Rick Pena. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to be anybody else. And you know who you are. You're comfortable with that. You're walking in your destiny. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what this series is all about. Look at me. I want you to know that you are not a mistake. So that said, uh, let's get into the message for this morning. Uh, as I was meditating on what to share, obviously God gave me so much last night. I already told you that. And so um, I was, I really had to kind of wade through uh, what portions of this, because when I give you something, I have to give it to you in digestible chunks, right? I mean, so this is like a, a 15, 20 minute message and I got to give it to you in digestible chunks. I don't want to give you too much that you can't like process or digest because tomorrow morning I'll be right back. And so then it, it starts all over again. And so, so today's word, I thank God for the way that he set it up to where I can give you like little digestible chunks. And uh, if I'm preaching a message on Sunday, I could preach for 45 minutes or an hour. You could meditate on that all week. On today's word, I'm giving you something for every day. So that said, uh, for this morning, I just want you to know, very simple message, very simple title. You are a child of destiny. You are a child. The concept of destiny, I want you to process and digest it, and we're going to talk about it today. So Jeremiah 1 to 5 is a scripture that I shared with you yesterday. I want us to go back to it again today. The Bible says, before I formed thee, this is King James, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth, forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee to be a prophet unto the nations. The amplified version of that same verse says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I separated you. Like I set you apart. I consecrated you. I appointed you to be a prophet unto the nations. And so what does this mean for you today? Um, I already shared with you that I have a lot to share, but I, I, I distilled it down into three, three points or three nuggets for this morning. As I get into these three things, and I have a lot more to share for, obviously, I could take my time and we'll keep going in this series. But as I get into these three things, I want you to open up your heart to receive. You ready? Number, number one, God's now this, this one, when this is one where people say it, but I don't know if they, if they mentally process it or they spiritually digest it. Number one, God's knowledge of you predates your birth. 
God's knowledge of you predates your birth. Now, this is something you, you need to meditate on for a little bit. In Jeremiah 1 and 5, and many other scriptures, I have a lot of scriptures for this, the Bible makes it clear that your existence on this planet may have started the moment you were conceived. And yes, yes, life starts at conception. That's I'm not going to go down that road. But anyway, uh, on this planet anyway, your life may have started the moment you were conceived, but your presence in the realm of the spirit predates your humanity. So think about this for a minute. God says, before I formed you, I already knew you, right? So I already knew you. So your, your presence predates your humanity. Your presence in the spirit realm, anyway, predates your humanity. It predates your birth. You may not have existed like in the form that we are today, right? Fingers and toes and all that. Yeah, I got you. you I don't know what you look like in the spirit or whatever, you may not have existed in this form, but you existed in some kind of form, especially in God's heart before the world began. So God knew you before you were born and he made plans for you. Think about this. God made plans for you before your mother met your father. And I, I really want you to internalize what I'm saying. God made plans for you before your mother met your father. As much as your parents love you, now there's a lot of things you can glean from this. Here's one nugget I just want to share with you uh, because people, you know, there's, there's obviously uh, dysfunctional families in this world. And sometimes people say, well, my parents said this, my parents said that, or this was spoken over me or whatever. But listen, not even your parents, your uncle, your auntie, your, your cousin, them, nobody, they can't define you because they didn't create you. Even your parents can't define you because they, they are not your creator. You, you were designed in God's heart from the foundations of the world. God, you are a product of intelligent design. There's a master designer, master creator. God himself created you for his purpose. And when you internalize that, I mean, like really get a hold of this reality that I am who I am because God made me this way and I am who I am. Because God thought about me before the world began. And yes, yes, I love my mom and, and I appreciate my dad, but but God is my my spiritual, I mean like my my God, my daddy daddy is God. And he made me and he thought about me from the foundations of the world. And when you internalize that and you really believe it and you receive it and you process it, it makes you feel special. At that point, no, you're not going to be jealous of other people because they don't have what you have. You don't have what they have, but you they don't have what you have. I mean, so you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are unique. Nobody else has your voice print. Nobody else has your fingerprint. Nobody else has your spiritual DNA. Nobody else has your divine assignment. And so so it, it makes you feel special. And this, this feeling, this special feeling is warranted. You should feel special because you are, you are God's beloved. I mean, you are God's child. God loves you with an everlasting love. God thought about you from the foundations of the world. God had you in his mind before he said, let there be light. And there was light and he saw the light and it was good. And the evening and the morning were the first day. I'm talking about that special that where, where, I mean, everything before anything was made, before all things that were made, that was made. Oh, and without him, John one, without him was nothing made that was made before all of that, before creation was, was you and you were in the heart of God and God designed you and he thought about you and then he released you into this world at just the right time and you are anointed for such a time as this and no, you weren't born at some other time and you weren't born 
into the future. You were born now. Why? Because you're anointed for now and, and you're anointed for this and you were destined for this and you were prepared for this and you were made for this. You know what I'm saying? You were born for this thing. Glory to God. And so, yes, you can do it. Your God's hand is on you and in you and with you and for you. And, and when you're walking with your purpose and you're walking in your destiny and your feet are bound to the path that God established for you from the foundations, of, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. God never promised you a perpetual picnic. God never said everything was going to be easy, but God is saying, I'm going to be with you every step of the way. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will never turn my back on you. And my hand is on you. I'm breathing on you. My grace is on you to do what I've called you to do. So no, it may not be easy, but God is with me. God is on me. God is going before me because I am destiny's child. I'm a child of destiny. I'm doing what God called me to do. I'm here for such a time as this. I am anointed for it. I can do it because God is it's God who's living in me. He gives me the words and he performs the work. My God, this is, I'm, I'm saying, do you, when you internalize, if you believe what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? You have to go look in the mirror. You'd be like, man, I am God's anointed. You know, I am God's beloved. It's like the apostle John. The apostle John was like, I'm God's favorite. You know, God loves me. The apostle John, I love John. John was writing, right? Writing the gospel. He's writing stuff that Jesus did. And he's like, well, Jesus did this. Jesus did that. And then, and then uh, uh, the apostle that, that God loved, the one that Jesus loved, he walked up and he's talking about himself. He was like, I'm the one Jesus loved. I, I'm, I'm God's favorite. And you know what I'm saying? And when you know that you are God's love, I mean, God's beloved, God loves me. God loves me. And I know it. I'm not a mistake. Look at me. You are not a mistake. You are a product of intelligent design. You don't have to worry about being anybody else. You are gifted and grace to be. You celebrate you because God celebrates you. Say amen to that. Number two, my God, I feel it today. Destiny. Number two, destiny cannot be decided because it is something God decided before the world began. I told you this yesterday. And there's some people say, well, you make your own destiny. You know, I'm not a motivational speaker. Let's, let's be clear about this. I am not a motivational speaker. I'm a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so a motivational speaker would be like, let's say, let's have some I cantations or some incantations or say this, say I, say I, I can do this, I can do that, tap into the power of me. No, that's not me at all. That's not what the Bible teaches. Let me tell you something. I can do nothing. That's what Jesus said. You can do nothing outside of God. I'm not saying tap into the power of you because the power of you is not good enough. I'm saying that the power of God is on you. You die to self. You die to even your limits so that you could become the man, the woman that God called you to be. You Destiny is some, not something you can come up with because God already came up with it before the world began. Paul said in Galatians 1, 15 and 16, he says, God has special plans for me even before I was born. Paul knew this. He was like, man, even before I was born, God has special plans for me. And he chose me by his grace, unearned, unmerited, undeserved. Matter of fact, Paul was like, if anybody didn't deserve it, it was me, but God called me anyway. And it pleased him to let me see his son so that I can go around and then tell everybody I, I could preach Jesus to the Gentiles. 
Paul knew that God made plans for him before he was born. Paul knew that his assignment was specific and tailor-made. It was like, you are called to preach Jesus to the Gentiles. That was a specific assignment. And then Paul spent the rest of his life doing what God called him to do. Paul spent the rest of his life becoming the man that he was destined to be. And this is how we're supposed to live. When God reveals to you who you are, then you're supposed to spend the rest of your life becoming what he revealed. Now, you cannot decide your purpose because God decided from the foundations of the world. You cannot decide your destiny because God already decided before you were born. So purpose and destiny cannot be decided. They must be discovered. Say amen to that. You must discover who you are. You must discover what it is that God has called you to be. Listen, Paul spent many years living as Saul of Tarsus. Paul persecuted the church. Paul was like a terrorist against Christians and against Christianity. Paul was fighting against the cause of Christ. And so Paul was on the wrong side and he was living his life as Saul of Tarsus. He had built up his reputation as Saul of Tarsus. He has spent his whole life being coached and taught and mentored. And he studied under Gamaliel to be Saul of Tarsus. And he had, basically, he was presenting an identity to everyone as Saul of Tarsus. And then he got born again. And God was like, no, that's not who I called you to be. I called you to be the apostle Paul. And he was like, but I spent my whole life building up this persona. I've, everybody knows me as this. Well, guess what? Everybody knows you. Basically what you've been doing, you've been presenting a false ID. You've been presenting a fake ID because that's not who I called you to be. And now you have to choose. You must die to the man that you became on your own so that you could be the man that I called you to be. And so the revelation of who he was called to be came in his time of intimacy with the father. You have to spend time with God in the, and the Holy Spirit in prayer so that God can reveal to you who he called you to be for such a time as this. Same thing happened with Jeremiah. It was in a time of fellowship with God that God revealed to Jeremiah, man, I already made plans for you. I called you to be a prophet. I sanctified you. I had an ordination service in heaven and I ordained you to be a prophet from the foundations of the world. And so listen, and this is it. God didn't lay out a bunch of options. Let me explain it this way. God didn't give Jeremiah a bunch of options. God didn't give Paul a bunch of options. When I joined the army by the grace of God, because I, I, I did very well in the ASVAB, uh, uh, there was a book back then, back then, this was uh, 1990, there was a, a book of jobs in the army, it was about that thick, and they slapped, slapped that book down on the table, and that was like, hey, boom, you could do any one of these jobs, you get to pick, you get to pick, here's all the jobs you qualify for, you get to pick, God doesn't do that, God didn't say to, to Jeremiah, well, here's all the jobs you qualify for, you get to pick, no, God said, dude, you are, I already called you and sanctified you to be a prophet unto the nations. God didn't say to Paul, here's all the jobs you get to pick. No, 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 no. I called you to preach the gospel of Jesus to the Gentiles, not to the Jews, because you've been with the Jews all your life. I don't want you to rely on you. I'm calling you to talk to people you don't even know. I'm calling you because that's going to force you to rely on me. I'm calling you to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. No, God doesn't give you like a multiple choice. This isn't a multiple choice test. Well, you could do this or this or this. Well, what? here's five options. Which one of the, no, no, God, when you spend time with the Holy Spirit, he's going to reveal to you, that's it. This is what I called you to do. And at that moment, you still have a choice. You can, here's your choice. Either A, accept the call and go on this journey to become who God called you to be, or B, reject the call and go live life on your own terms. You can do it. Like God is not going to stop you. If you say, no, I'm big, bad, and bold, and I want to go do my own thing, go ahead. 
Go ahead with your bad self. And so you're going to live your life on your own terms. You're going to have to earn everything by the sweat of your brow. And it's going to be, you're going to live your life based on your humanity. And I already tried that. That's, that's not the life that you want. So if you spend your life becoming the man, the woman that God called you to be, then that's one path. Or you could, you could say, well, no, man, brother Pena, you don't understand. I'm doing good. Like, you know, look at how much money I make. Look at you. Look at my cars. Look at my houses. Look at my this. Look at my that. Okay, cool. But the problem is that you're measuring yourself by the world standards. In this world, people are measuring success by houses and money and cars and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but in God's eyes, God doesn't measure success that way. God measures success in purpose. That's it. Have you, hey, did you find what I called you to, to, sent you to this planet to do? Did you find it? Did you follow it? Did you finish it? When you get to heaven, God is only going to say, did you do what I sent you to the planet to do? It doesn't matter how much money you had or didn't have. It doesn't matter how many cars you drove or didn't drive. I could care less. Listen, if if you like cars, God can give you 10. God is not opposed to that, but it's not about that. God is, is about purpose. It's about purpose. Did you do what I sent you to this planet to do? Say amen to that. Man, I told you this was so much God gave me. Here's number three. I'm going to try to close this thing so I can release you for tomorrow. Number three, God is not haphazard. His assignment for your life is specific. God told Jeremiah specifically, I called you to be a prophet unto the nations. God told Paul specifically, I called you to preach the gospel unto the Gentiles. And along with this specific assignment, God gives you the grace to perform it. God will never expect you to do something that he has not equipped you to do. It would be unrighteous of God as a father to expect you to do something he has not equipped you to do. So the way that I say it is that his instruction is always equal to his injection. Let me say that again. God's instruction is always equal to his injection, meaning that whatever he instructs you to do is evidence that he already injected you with it. So if God is telling you, go start that business, God is telling you, go apply for that job. God is telling you, go fill out that resume. And you're over here telling God, I'm and we're going to deal with how Jeremiah responded. Oh God, I can't do that. If you start here telling God all the reasons why you can't do it, what you're doing is not acknowledging the fact that God would never tell me to do it if he didn't already give me the grace for it. God would, The fact that God is telling me to go do it is evidence that I already have the grace for it. I, I, God's grace is already on me for it. God, The fact that God is telling me to do it means that God... I, I may not see it. I may not know. I, I, I didn't even know I had the grace for it, but that it is evidence. God will never tell me to go do something that he didn't prepare me for. So, so his super is on my natural and I am going to pursue it and I'm going to become the man, the woman that God called me to be, and I'm going to do it before I die. And that's enough for today. And I have a way, a lot more to say about this, man, this series is going to be good. You, let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up by discovering my destiny. You made plans for me before I was born. You made plans for me before my mother met my father. I am not a mistake. You sent me to the earth for such a time as this. You gave me a specific assignment. And you have graced me to get it done. So I declare that I will not die until I do. I will find it, follow it, and finish it. I will not die because I'm old. I will not die because I'm sick. I will only die when I'm done. I am a child of destiny. And greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. 
in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow I'm gonna have another one, but this is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you want my notes from today, there was a lot in that. Uh, go to todaysword.org. There's a big red subscribe button. Click on it and put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, do me a favor. Two things. Leave me some comments in the chat. Uh, if this message has been a blessing to you and then share this message right now, before you leave the screen, share this message on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. You are a child of destiny. You are destiny's child. You are not a mistake. Go out there and live like it. I love you. God loves you too. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.